Welcome to Talk Purpose and Truth with Eden and Kim, shifting you into higher consciousness. The show that elevates, uplifts, and encourages listeners to grow, heal, awaken, and evolve. Eden and Kim include bold topics, special interviews with inspiring guests, intuitive readings, channeled messages from beyond, including celebrities, hot topics to expand your awareness, and time for questions from the audience. Tune in for unprecedented truth, authenticity, on-purpose discussions, and magical moments. Hello, everybody. This is Eden and Kim. Hi, Kim. Hi. This is Talk Purpose and Truth podcast. Welcome to another episode, another excellent episode we're about to have, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, we've been we've been trying to really think about what not only what we can use to to accentuate our lives, but what do our listeners need and what do people yeah. need right now? And so we've been trying to really focus the topics on those things. So I feel like one of the things that I get asked a lot and that I see people are not doing enough of is energy protection. Yes. And I have become an avid user of energy protection because I have found it to completely help me. And so I go all out, but I've I've really kind of just made it a habit now. Um, I have crystals all over my house and especially I would say selenite and crystal quartz and they have healing properties and they help prevent negative energy from absorbing into your home or into you. I do salt showers and baths here and there. I do energy clearing prayers. Um, I have energy protection sprays. So you name it, I I feel like it definitely makes a difference. What do you do, Eden? Well, I'm not as good at it as you are, or I don't practice as much, but the one thing that I find helps me in within seconds is cord cutting. Mm -hmm. So Yeah. So if I'm feeling like negative energy around a situation or a person, um, just around anything, um, I will imagine the cords. I, I mean, I think most people know what this is, but I just, you know, I cut the cords around that situation or that person. And it doesn't mean we're letting go of the person, but just the energy around you know, the trigger that we have around it and it helps it. It makes me feel better. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And I think you can learn about a lot of this. If you, you can Google, you know, cord cutting prayers, what does cord cutting mean? What does energy protection mean? Yes. And of course you don't want to believe everything you read, but you find the ones that resonate with you. Right. Yes. So we will get right into our episode. Uh, we really wanted to, to talk about obsessive thinking, overthinking, and negative thinking, because I think a lot of us get in that place where we get in habits or patterns of that, of overthinking or having negative thoughts come in. And I hear it a lot and I I have to work on it myself. And so we wanted to bring back Stephanie Laurent Johnson. And she was on when we first started our podcast. So if you go back toward the beginning episode, she was on It was mainly a topic about mental health and suicide, and it was really a popular, still a popular episode. Mm -hmm. And she is a trauma-informed life coach, speaker, mental health expert, and she practices divine coaching with the intention of lifting the spirits of those around her. And so as I talked about on the last episode with Robin Duncan, I work on my obsessive thinking and, you know. I know Eden has some too sometimes. And so we wanted to get Stephanie in here to have her perspective on this. So welcome, Stephanie. 
Hi, ladies. Thank you for having me. Hi. Welcome back. It's fun <laughs> to be back. So talking about obsessive thinking, how can we as humans, not just women, but men too, how can we cope with obsessive or fear-based thoughts? Yeah. So obsessive thoughts are thoughts without evidence. Um, sometimes no matter how much inner work we've done, um, hours spent in therapy or coaching or, you know, the, the work that we know we can do, sometimes we go into that negative thought pattern, those fears, right? All coping skills can go out the window. So rumination um, is the process of continuously thinking about the same thoughts, which tend to be sad or dark. So when it gets dangerous for our mental health is when it impairs our ability to clearly think. Um, so when we're not able to process our emotions, right? And we get emotionally hijacked and then it intensifies those negative feelings. So first step would be to understand what our obsessive thoughts are, right? Understand them. Um, second would be to identify the thoughts, name it to tame it, we call it. So when we actually understand and we write it down, um, there's, there's an exercise called brain dump. Um, Kim, I've talked to you about this. So literally when those thoughts, those feelings are on our mind to write them down, put them down on paper so as to remove them from the thoughts that keep circling, right? Um, in the OCD workbook, um, there's an example given on examine these thoughts to understand how they're triggered and how you're currently responding to them. So for instance, triggers for the two of you are not gonna be the same as triggers for me based on our upbringing, the things that we've been through. Um, and definitely they're gonna be, um, they're gonna be different for us and the way we react is gonna be different. Um, the third would be acceptance, right? Your thoughts are just thoughts, simply that, stay in the present stay aware of what you do and do not stay aware of what you are currently experiencing what you have control over and what you don't have control over um so can i do anything about this right now if yes identify what you can do and do that thing and if not do your best to accept that this is what it is for this moment this moment too shall pass um, Deepak Chopra says, thoughts are just fleeting mental images. They have no consequences until you choose to make them important. I love that one. Great mm -hmm. reminder. Um, fourth would be, I would say meditation and mindfulness. Um, Self-compassion exercises. I always talk about placing your hand on your heart and maybe doing some loving kindness phrases. May I be gentle with myself? May I be kind to myself? Um, so speaking kindly to ourselves, and um, I would say the other piece of it would be that when we're in that fear-based, remember that again, it's only for this moment. I know it's really hard to believe that, to feel that because it becomes so overwhelming and we all experience it. But just know that 
it's going to pass. It's, it's kind of like imagining that there's waves washing over you, right? Um, Steve Leader, I hope I'm saying his name right, wrote a beautiful book recently, The Beauty of What Remains. And he talks about when, when the things come in, whatever they are, that we can either let the fear, the panic hit us standing up and let the wave crash, take us down, or we can actually lay down and let the water rush or, or you know, guide over, rush over us and then get back up. Mm. Okay. <laughs> I Lots like that cool. one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, and how can someone heal or stop thinking the worst case scenario all the time? Mm. Um, <laughs> so I would say on that one, negative thoughts again, um, yeah. are like an unwanted surprise guest. Okay. Mm. So we choose whether or not to invite that guest in. Um, we get to decide whether or not to entertain them. Um, thoughts have the power that we give them. So choose, choose whether or not to believe in them. Um, there's a great, um, song called fear is a liar by Zach Williams. And I actually wrote down a few of the lyrics. Um, when he told you you're not good enough, when he told you you're not right, when he told you you're not strong enough to put up a good fight. When he told you you're not worthy, when he told you you're not loved, when he told you you're not beautiful, you'll never be enough. Fear, he is a liar. He will take your breath, step or stop you in your steps. Fear, he is a liar. He will rob your rest, steal your happiness, cast your fear in the fire, cause fear, he is a liar. Woo, isn't that wow. awesome? Wow. Oh. I get the chill. Oh, it's such a beautiful song. So fear, right? False evidence appearing real. Yeah. So you can either ignore it or you can speak into it. And when we sp talk about speaking into it, you know, make a list of all of the lies, all of the fears, and then next to it, look at what is the actual truth? What is the truth rather than the lie that we're hearing? I hope I answered that, Eden. I don't know if I did or not. That was a I terrible, think, yeah, terrible it, question. I mean, a terrible answer. Ways. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying There's to be funny. Lots, you gave lots of ways. And no, I you think did. a lot of it, a lot of it is, are we entertaining that unwanted guest? I love that. And, you know, in my coaching, I've done an exercise with people where I say, okay, go ahead, write your fears down. And then I say, write down all the positive possibilities that you can think of that are the opposite of this fear that could, that could be something good, that something could be miraculous. And they always can name way more and sometimes with help, but there are way more positive possibilities and you realize the fear isn't real. Mm. Yeah. But we, do, we all do it, right? We're all guilty of it, that it takes over. I mean, I had some moments this past week myself and the anxiety it was causing, like shallow breath, I could feel it in my body. Mm -hmm. I kept trying to push it aside, like put that top on the, the boiling water, right? The pan <laughs> or the pot. Yeah. And it just wasn't going away. So finally, actually, my husband said to me, he's like, what is it that's showing up for you? He's so oh. good because he's learning from me. But it, <laughs> it literally was like, okay, maybe lean into it instead of trying to push it away. And sure enough, 
when I embraced it and sat down to look at, okay, what's happening around me? What, why am I being triggered by this? And how do I come out of this? Hmm. And then it helped, right? Yeah. Yeah. It took, it took a lot. I'm not going to lie. And it actually was worry that I was having over a family member that I was really concerned about them. Mm -hmm. Um, And actually, yeah, by having a conversation finally with the person and looking at what my fear was, what was coming up for me, that's when it, it lessened, it relieved. Because you faced it. Yeah. You faced it. Yeah. Yeah. You have to. Yeah. Easier for someone else to tell you what to do or, yeah. But when you're in it. It's a whole other story, huh? When you're in it, you feel like you're in the fire, right? And you're just wanting somebody maybe to like come in with you. (laughs) Like, come in. Let's walk out of this. And you're wondering, am I going to make it out? Am I going to make it out alive? Sometimes Mm -hmm. it does feel like that. Yeah. Right. We all feel like that sometimes. So I think people need to know that they're not the only ones. Yeah, for sure. Hmm. So I know we talked about this at a recent workshop that Stephanie and I did for the Imperfectly Perfect campaign. What do we do if we feel like shutting down or running away? And why does this happen? Um, so as I shared when you and I did it, um, I did run away. <laughs> um, sometimes if it becomes overwhelming, we need to take a little time out right? Do a little soul care. Um, And what I mean by running away is whether that means that you go to your favorite place, if it's the ocean, um, if it is being around friends, if it's maybe going to church, what, whatever it is that is going to allow you to be at peace, to bring yourself calm, do that thing, right? One of the things for me, when it came up for me was that Um, there was just so much that was going on and I didn't want to talk to certain people about it because I didn't want to show my vulnerability, right? All the authenticity pieces, I kept thinking, okay, I can handle this on my own. Well, the reality came, I couldn't. So I reached out to friends that I knew I could trust that would hold a sacred space for me. And in that moment, let down my guard, broke down, shared what was going on. After that, it allowed me really to then have people lean into me to be checking in to say, are you okay? Is there anything we can do to support you in this? Um, I think it's that thing as well that it takes so much courage to ask for help, right? People, People don't look at it as courage. It's like, I'm weak, right? Or I should be able to handle this on my own. No, like sometimes we can't. And that, that step of that courage to say, I, I need help. That's, that's the best thing that you can do for yourself. Really? Well, and I feel like that there are a lot of people that shut down or run away because they can't face the pain or they can't face their life. So it's an escape, Mm. but then it's not going to, they find that it doesn't go away. Like they might even move and they take themselves where they go. Um, or they shut down and then they end up with no one speaking to them and having to start their lives over. You know what I mean? And so I think that it, it can be a form of escape and it ends up that the person is more 
upset or miserable. And so really we have to get to a place where we'll just ask for help and face it or else we're going to just stay in the problem. Mm, yeah, without a doubt. And it's true, Kim, it's exactly what you said. It's wherever we go, we take the problems with us, right? The worries with us, like, unless you're able to leave like your brain at home, <laughs> right? It's coming with us. And, and that's that rumination piece, whatever it is that we're thinking about until we change that mindset. I remember you talking about an exercise, Kim, that was like um, a physical, physical stopping, right? Like to say stop to yourself or to tap something different in. There's so many different ways. Splashing cold water on your face. When people say, well, what is that about? It's actually, you're, you're, you're actually telling your brain, like you're saying, okay, stop. And it shocks you. Like it kind of like you're, you're wanting to like stop that thinking, right? Stop the crazy thinking, stop the hands right. on the wheel. Absolutely. Yeah. And we can, we can be in control of that for sure. And sometimes it is, it's that we're in this habitual pattern of being a certain way. So like, let's say, let's say we get into a group of people and we shut down and become introverted and we don't want to, and we get upset at ourselves every time. Like, oh, I just can't open up. I can't connect. Well, we can, but you have to be aware of it. And so it would take, it would take showing up mm -hmm. and catching yourself about to do that and maybe walk over to the bathroom first splash some water on your face and look in the mirror and go you know a courage talk like i can do this and then push yourself to go talk to one person you know and maybe the next time you would talk to two people but it's that it's that almost shocking your brain out of that habitual pattern that we have to take action on or else we're going to always stay the same yeah. You know, even as you're saying that, the other thing that I love too, that I am affirmations. It's funny because people will talk about affirmations and say, oh, so just by talking into myself, I'm going to change the way I think. Well, it's not that easy. And Louise Hay like talks about I am affirmations beautifully, right? Like she was the queen of them. But totally. what she talks about is that mirror work. So actually looking in the mirror, looking yourself in the eye and speaking the things to yourself that you need more of. I am lovable. I am worthy. I am strong. I am resilient. I am beautiful. I like speaking those things. Like when we say fake it till we make it, there's a reason. Mm. Speak the things into yourself, allow your heart mm -hmm. to cheer yourself. And when you're looking at yourself, cause then you can't turn away from it right yeah look yourself in the eye i like that yeah and it's about taking responsibility a responsibility yeah. accountability acceptance for what it is that i'm going through mm -hmm. um and and again how am i going to come out of this no well, and I, think, I think reminding yourself when you're in it that there is a greater purpose you're going to have wisdom and grace and you know gifts from this as, as long as you accept it and do the steps to heal and climb out of it. Yeah, acceptance is huge. And then the other one that always comes to mind for me is granting yourself the grace, right? We don't give ourselves enough grace. And it's it's that feeling of like, oh, I failed again. I'm, I'm you know, I, I'm down again. And how am I going to get back up? 
Mm-hmm. Um, and the reality is, if we don't fall sometimes, we're not going to learn how to get back up, right? Yeah. You know, you kind of think of like a baby deer. I love watching them like when they're like stumbling, right? But you've got to learn how to get back up. So sometimes we fall. We all fall. We all have right. bad, bad moments, down moments, sad moments. Totally. I, I like that you're saying moments. <laughs> Because that's the biggest thing, Eden, right? Is when we're in it, it feels like, oh my gosh, this is a life sentence. Like this is the biggest pain, right? Heartbreak. When you're in it, it's real. Like I'm not discrediting the pain that people feel, the pain that all of us feel by any means. It it, It is so hard when you're in it. But if you can just think for a moment, like this is human suffering, this too shall pass. It's going to pass. I don't, I can't say it's going to pass in a minute or five or 10, right? Um, But it's going to pass. We're going to find a way. So what are those tools that you can do? Mm -hmm. Is it breathing? Is it picking up the phone and calling a friend? Um, Is it saying a prayer? You know, spending time in meditation taking a dog, your dog out for a walk. If you have a pet, pets are amazing for lifting spirits. That's why pet therapy, right? Um, Yeah. So just find what works for you. Okay. Beautiful. So kind of along the same lines, there's, you know, you're talking about taking responsibility, asking for help, um, but there's a stigma around asking for help around mental illness or any kind of issues that you have mental issues that people might have. So I guess, can you talk more about that and how, how can we overcome that, that stigma so that people, more people will ask for help? Yeah. Well, I think definitely what the two of you are doing, right. And people that are out there that are speaking about what they've been through, what they've overcome, how they've walked out of it on the other side Um, reality is for a lot of us, there are traumatic moments, events, pain in our life. Um, with this being, you know, maybe mental health awareness month, right? Talking, talk about it, honor the fact that it exists, that we have downtimes. Um, again, I think that the peace of knowing that to ask for help that is a courageous step. Doesn't make you weak. Doesn't mean that you can't overcome this. Um, but the more that we talk about it, I love the people that are out there that are sharing the moments they've, that they've been through. I know for me and my coaching and the work that I do, I am so transparent and authentic and real. And I will share stories, not, not to make it about me, but so that the client can see, okay, she's been through this. There is some hope out there, right? It allows somebody to remain, like hold on to that faith, right? Faith over fear. I mean, that's that's a saying that I say a lot and I know in the moment easier said than done. But, But if we can lean into that and believe that again, this is just for a moment in time. Um, so talk about it, talk to your friends, talk to your family. Um, in the last, gosh, two weeks, I've had more close friends reach out to me to let me know about specific things that they are going through. 
struggles and, and saying, I need you to pray for me because I can't even pray for myself right now. I need you to hold me accountable. I need you to hold me in that sacred space that you talk about. And I'm always so honored when they call. Um, and at the same time, it's always, what can I do for you? How can I show up for the, for you, the way that you need me to, right? Cause mm-hmm. that's the other piece. Not everybody is going to show up for you the way that you need them to. We have friends that help us laugh through the pain. We have friends that help us cry through the pain. Um, but you can only show up as yourself to help somebody. Otherwise, it's it's not going to feel authentic to the person. Mm-hmm. And then some people, I, I just kind of opened up this thought to me is you can see that there's something going on with someone. But if you ask, they will shut down. Yeah, right. Like asking somebody... Look at what happened with Meghan Markle, this huge conversation that has started over mental health by somebody simply saying to her, how are you, mm-hmm. right? How are you doing? And in that moment, she decided to be vulnerable and, and actually share. Mm-hmm. But for a lot of people, it, they don't share. So yeah, mm-hmm. if, if you're noticing somebody struggling, um, yeah, reach, reach out to them, ask them. And the other thing is don't give up. Like if you know somebody's really struggling and you see it or you feel it, like there's so much about intuition and gut feelings. Um, sometimes it takes being persistent and continually, you know, send a text, send encouraging messages, inspirational quotes. Um, I probably drive my friends crazy, but that's okay. <laughs> Because yeah. I'm going to be that cheerleader. I'm going to be that person that's like, let me pick you up. Let me lift you up. Because I remember those moments when I needed somebody to be there for me. Yeah, I know it's hard sometimes because like I'll get, I'll get like an intuitive feeling about a close friend, but then I don't want to project it in case somehow they don't want to, or if I'm wrong, you know, and say, oh, I'm sensing there's something going on, you know, they might get offended. And so it's, it's that fine line, I guess, of, of wording it to where you're just showing you care. Right. Yeah. It's sometimes it's like, what's the, um, I just called to say, I love you. Is that the Stevie wonder song? Is it? Yeah. <laughs> I, we have lots of songs. Honestly, but sometimes it is just call somebody and just say, Hey, I'm thinking about you. And sometimes in that moment, just that little thing is enough for them to be like, Bleh. right. Yeah. I guess sometimes it has to be a, actual conversation and then it can open the doors to be there for them yeah but I I think yeah I think that you know during especially during the pandemic I did research and found that a lot of people were alone and a lot of people said they only had like one or two close friends and so you know I really want to remind everyone listening to to join some sort of group you know find a group that that meets regularly. Um, the, the guest we had last week, Robin Duncan, she has a coaching group that's really inexpensive, like $6 a group or something. Um, or find even, I always encourage, find a Facebook group and just find one that you love and start interacting on there. You know, like I have one called High Vibe Soul Sisters and Brothers and people interact with each other on there. But just to feel like, okay, if I'm ever down, I have someone that I can reach out to. 
Yeah, it's that, who's that phone a friend for you, right? Who's that person? And again, we have different friends for different seasons of our life. We have those friends that lift us up and laugh. We have those friends that, you know, can only do like serious with us. So to know who your friends are and know who to call. Um, for me, I'm pretty blessed. I have a lot of friends that are therapists, but it's funny because I will call them at times and I'm like, okay, I don't need you as a therapist right now. I need you as a friend. I don't need you to tell me what I know I should be doing. I need you to just listen. Right. So it's kind of yeah. like my husband even will say to me, um, let me know. How does he say it? Let me know if you want me to give you advice or am I just supposed to listen? <laughs> Right. Oh, yeah. So, so <laughs> I mean, sometimes we're just supposed to listen. Mm -hmm. Sometimes yeah. people don't want feedback. Sometimes people don't want to hear you say, oh, it's going to be okay. You're going to get through this. You'll come out of this on the other side. Sometimes right in that moment, they literally want you to say to them, this totally sucks. Like I feel how heavy this is and I'm so sorry for your pain. What can I do to support you? What can yeah. I do to help you? Because sometimes there's nothing worse than, again, literally you're in it and somebody just wants to see like, you know, the unicorn and the rainbow on the other side. It's like, hello, I'm not there yet. Yeah. That's their comfort level. Good points. Good yeah. points for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, Stephanie, we appreciate you being on here. And that was a lot of deep information. And I think we'll have to look, go back and listen and take notes um can we find out more about how to hire you as a coach or to find you yeah so you can find me on both facebook and instagram it's stephanie laurent johnson awesome. you are ent <laughs> yeah and you offer you offer life coaching to teens and and men and women right Yep. Teens, uh, young adults, um, men, women. I do a lot of international work. Um, so Zoom works perfectly. Um, and then a lot with bonus parents or blended families. Um, and then definitely a focus, as you mentioned, Kim, is with trauma. Um, that's definitely something I've been trained in and feel super comfortable working with as well. So if I can be a resource to any of your listeners, followers, um, please feel free to reach out. I am happy, even if I'm not a fit for working with you and supporting you, I will put you with somebody or guide you to somebody that can help you for sure. Awesome. Thank you, Stephanie, for being here. Oh, you're so welcome. Thank you, ladies, for having me again. You're welcome. All right. We're signing Bye, off. <laughs> our next our next youtube oh. clips will be in studio yay yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right we're excited scott thank you everyone bye everyone for more information on eden go to edensustin.com for more information on kim go to kimlifecoach.com Make sure to follow them on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Talk Purpose and Truth Podcast. If you loved this episode, you'll love every episode. So be sure to subscribe so you don't miss anything. Thank you for listening.